Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays and the first of 2024. Now you may have heard of the old saying, early to bed, early to rise makes a person healthy, wealthy and wise. Well, a few studies that I've been looking at actually demonstrate that at least one of those parts would appear to be true, and that's the part of healthy. So I'm going to talk through these research papers. So the first one um, was published in 2022 in the journal Experimental Physiology, and it was looking at the impact of chronotype um, people with who had metabolic syndrome on um, their fat oxidation uh, and also their glucose disposal. So chronotype is a circadian classification that identifies the preference of someone um, to either go to bed early or to go to bed late, and, and it's around alertness. So early chronotypes are people who wake up early and tend to do more stuff early in the day, um, and the later chronotypes tend to wake up later and they sleep later, and they can't really come alive at night and do their best stuff at night. Now, previous research have shown that these um, late chronotypes have higher risks of cardiovascular disease, um, including higher triglycerides, C-reactive protein, um, which is a an inflammatory marker, and also um, um, worse LDL profiles. Now, this study um, looked at um, these people who actually had metabolic syndrome. And what they found was that um, early chronotypes, the people who get up early, um, were more insulin sensitive and, and partly because they actually moved more throughout the day than the late chronotypes. Um, so they also utilized more fat during rest and exercise, which was independent of their aerobic fitness levels. Now, other studies have read, so a meta-analysis um, of chronotypes have shown that people who are night owls, the late chronotypes, they also take more risks and they tend to get breakfast, and they eat more later in the day. And, and these things, and particularly backloading your food to later in the day, um, is probably one of the driving factors between the increased risk for type 2 diabetes and heart disease. And we see in these observational studies um, that people who do go to bed later um, tend to have uh, a higher risk of heart disease and a higher risk of diabetes. And another study, a recent meta-analysis um, showed that uh, people evening chronotype was associated with a 17% increased risk of type 2 diabetes and had a higher hemoglobin A1C levels and had 53% higher odds of type 2 diabetes. Now, this new study, so these are observational studies and 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 look, we, we can draw pretty good conclusions from those observational studies because we do understand the mechanisms behind them. But a new study um, that was uh, published in the journal Sleep Medicine um, just this week, January 2024, um, the title of the study is Eveningness is Associated with Coronary Artery Calcification in a Middle-Aged Swedish Population. Uh, so what they did uh, was they looked at a whole heap of participants. So there were 771 participants, um, just under half were male and just over half were female. And they put all of these guys in a CT scanner 
and actually looked at the calcification on their coronary arteries. Um, so, uh, you know, there are all these risk factors um, for heart disease, things like um, a cholesterol. You, you'll know that that's a risk factor for heart disease. Blood pressure is a risk factor for heart disease. But the mechanisms um, are this calcification of the arteries. At least that's one of the major mechanisms. So this study adds a lot to our knowledge because they were actually looking at not proxies. So they weren't looking at their levels of cholesterol or blood pressure. They were looking at the actual health of the people's arteries, um, which is really, really important. And what they found was that those who were extreme evening types, so who went to bed the latest, had an odds ratio uh, of having calcification in their arteries of 1.9 compared to the extreme morning types who would get up the earliest. Now, when you look at odds ratios for um, cardiovascular disease, when you see 1.9, that is massive. Like we'll, we'll often see with, with high cholesterol, it'll be something like 1.1 or 1.2 of an odds ratio. So a 20% increased risk, but this is a 90% increased risk of, of that calcification, which we know is then predictive of, of heart disease and stroke. So that, cal that the calcium um, actually covers the lining of your arteries and eventually blocks the arteries, causing a heart attack or causing a stroke if it's in the brain. Um, so this is, um, I think, pretty profound research, particularly when coupled with all of the other observational evidence. So what do we do about this? Well, look, we, we know that there are certainly genetics involved in this. So having certain variations of, of what's called the clock genes will predispose you to either eveningness or morningness. Um, but we know that everybody can phase shift and, and lots of people have actually phase shifted later because of behaviors. So we know that when you are exposing yourself to, to blue light and particularly in conjunction with cognitively sti stimulating activities in the evening, we know that that will phase shift your circadian rhythm um, to later on by an hour or more. And, and I've talked previously on the podcast uh, about um, teens who use devices late at night or are exposed to screens um, late at night, they actually phase shift by an hour or more. And we know that adults will do that as well. Um, but you can phase shift the other way um, back to earlier morning. And, and so here's how you would do this. There's a couple of different strategies or, or complementary strategies. So number one, say you're in midnight, go to bed, or, or in 11 o'clock, go to bed. Or, um, you would then try to phase shift an hour earlier and the way you do that, say it's midnight and you want to phase shift to 11, 10 o'clock, you turn off all lights um, and, and just have a, are all particularly bright lights. Maybe just do a little bit of, of reading, stretching, yoga, something like that, something that's relaxing um, to get into your, your bed. But then in conjunction with this, a couple of other really critical things. I think the most important one is getting early morning sunlight into your eyes. So it has to be outside, not through a window, and as close as possible to sunrise. Now, if you're listening to this in the Southern Hemisphere, that's going to be pretty early these days, which might be difficult, particularly for those with extreme eveningness. But um, doing a few days of this um, will quite quickly phase shift you. So getting out into 
that sunrise and that early morning yellowy light. Um, and you only need to be out there for about 10 minutes um, uh, if it's a, an overcast day or as little as two to three minutes if it's a, a clear morning. And then get out again at sunset. So being out at both sunrise and sunset um, will reset the circadian rhythm and encourage um, the release of melatonin. And then you need to make sure that you're not having that artificial light um, late at night. Um, just those low-level lights uh, are, are the things to go by. And then the other thing that is is significant in this is, is eating. So try to make sure that you're eating your last meal is three hours before your ideal bedtime. So again, let's take that midnight. If you're wanting to fear shift to 11 o'clock, that means you need to be done eating by eight o'clock at the latest. So those things in conjunction with doing early morning exercise, which again is going to be pretty friggin' difficult for those evening types. But I can pretty much guarantee you if you run a two-week experiment and you try to get up as close to sunrise and get out, go for a walk, go for a run, do some exercise as close to sunrise as possible, and then get out again in the evening light, make sure you've done eating three hours before you go to bed and don't have any of those lights and, 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 uh, and screen use an hour before you go to bed, within 14 days, if you haven't phase shifted by an hour earlier, you can absolutely troll me on social media. So go to Instagram and type in at paultaylor.biz. And if this doesn't work for you, troll the hell out of me because I can tell you this stuff actually works. And I know it works because I have successfully phase shifted. I know that I have clock genes that make me more of an evening person naturally. And I used to go to bed between 11 o'clock and midnight. And now I am in bed um, between 9 and 10 o'clock every night. And that's because I use this protocol. So that's it for this week. Catch you next time.